And live from the nation's capital, Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew at MGM tonight. Watch us on Twitch, YouTube, Odyssey app. Free agent news still trickling in. Not it's it's quieted down a little bit though. I feel like you had the initial boom, 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 then it simmers down, and I'm waiting for like one woge bomb. We haven't had one in the last hour, so it's it's very it's very upsetting to me, Ryan. Yeah, man. Now I'm just waiting for some trades. I mean, and I guess where Fred Van Vliet ends up. Although now, man, with Jakob Pertl going back to Toronto, who knows? Maybe they just run it back. I don't know why they would do that. Uh, I don't know if they want to do that, but we'll see. I think he's probably the next big name to drop. And then uh, let's see if some big names get moved. Maybe Dame gets traded. Maybe Zach Levine gets traded. We got to wait and see what LeBron's going to do. Is LeBron officially came out and said he's going to play basketball this year? Because the last we heard from LeBron, he was hinting at retirement, no? Yeah, he did actually hint at that. This is true. Uh, so maybe there's a chance that he just drops the biggest bomb of all and looks around, sees the West, and goes, you know what? Now nah, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to come back. Then I'll be a free agent, and I'll play with Bronny. That would be the ultimate boss move right there, to just say, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to go work on some of my business aspirations here. I'm going to wait and see where Bronny goes, and then you get me. How, how high do you think a team would draft Bronny James if they knew they were guaranteed to have LeBron James for at least a season. Because I saw him ranked as like the 17th best prospect for next year's draft, and he was all upset about it or something and got all mad on Instagram because, I mean, this is what people do. I could yeah. see him easily being a top 10 pick just because you would have LeBron like just connected to him automatically. I'll say top 25 because I feel like the lottery teams, you know, they're like, God, do we really want two years of LeBron? You know what I mean? Unless it's all about just like selling tickets. <laughs> Or you're, you got a bunch of cap space and you're going to be able to bring in somebody with LeBron. But there might be a team there at like 17, 18, 19. Maybe it's like a Cleveland. I don't know, though. Um, I think that that'd probably be the range, though. You know, probably like 17 to 25. I think that's realistic for Bronny. We haven't even seen him play one college game. We'll find out maybe this year. Right, right. Yeah, but you get LeBron. Come on, man. You get him. It's a package deal. Look, my, my conspiracy theory has always been that LeBron is going to end up back in Cleveland playing with Bronny one last time. Like, it's just, it's going to happen somehow. The basketball gods are going to make this happen. LeBron is going to be LeBron GM. or just going to figure it out. I, I don't know what it is. But we've got a year before we start talking about that. All right. We're looking at some of the quarterback touchdown props. There's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of other markets, some rushing yards for, for quarterbacks, obviously running backs. Like, BetMGM's got a ton of stuff now. So digging through this is, it's like an endless amount of just, what, even if you're not going to bet on some of these, you're, you could spend hours just thinking about what the possibilities are for some. But one that really is, we don't obviously have a sample size right now, but it's something that's intriguing. It's Bryce Young at 21 and a half touchdown passes. I, here's where I lean. I actually think that I would lean over, but I think it would be a sweat towards the end of the year because they love to run the football. And we saw last year, and I know you've got a new head coach there, but I don't think that they're going to just th rush him out there and throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. This is a good situation where you have a lot of running backs that you can get involved where that, like that 21 and a half is a really, really good number. I would lean over there, but I really think that that's close. I think that's that number set in the right spot. Yeah. Okay. So Frank Reich takes over as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I don't think he's going to do what Matt Nagy did. And that was have Andy Dalton start over his then rookie quarterback, Justin Fields. Although Andy Dalton came out today and said he still views himself as an NFL starter. And there is not yes. many starting quarterbacks that are better than him in this league. So who knows? Maybe he puts up a fight. <laughs> I would actually probably lean under on the passing touchdowns. 
but I would probably lean over on the passing yards because, you know, Carolina, they're predicted to win between like six to eight games most likely this season. I mean, we see the win total, obviously, as, wow, the Reds were down four to two in extra innings and just tied this game up at four apiece. If this game goes over, I literally will never bet baseball ever again, man. I hate the extra inning runner in scoring position, runner on second rule when I have the under. It's the worst beats ever always. 4-4 four, four now. But, you know, like I would lean over on the passing yards like I was saying because there's a chance. Three, by the way, that's, that's, that, that's at 32.99 and a half for Bryce Young. Yeah, so I would probably lean over. I'm not running out to bet that right now, but I would lean under on the touching on the passing touchdowns. Only because, okay, he hasn't been named the week one starter, but we expect him to be the week one starter. I like Bryce Young. I know he's small, but I think he's going to have a hell of a career. I think he's, like, going to be the Steph Curry of the NFL. He's going to change the game a little yes. bit. Uh, but, yeah. dude, you look at the – you brought up the rushing offense, right? Second half of the season after they traded away McCaffrey, didn't really skip a beat. If anything, it got better. And they bring back Hubbard, and they also bring in Miles Sanders. Uh, so the backfield's loaded. Your number one wide receiver is Adam Thielen, who's lost a step. You saw that if you watched Minnesota last season. He's no longer the Adam Thielen that we remember from 2017, 2018. Yeah. Still a serviceable wide receiver, but he's more a number three, number four. It's Thielen, it's DJ Chark, it's uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., it's uh, Chenault, it's Mingo. And then you look at the tight end position. I like Hayden Hurst. I liked him in Cincinnati. I like Ian Thomas, but... You know, I, I don't know. I'd have to go under probably on Bryce Young, his rookie year, uh, especially when we don't know if he's going to be the week one starter. So I would lean under, actually, 21 and a half touchdown passes. Kenny Pickett was one of the ones that was under 20 for this season. There's what, Fields, Pickett, Mac Jones, Desmond Ritter, Daniel Jones. Those are the five quarterbacks right now that have their touchdown props sitting under 20. Pickett at 17 and a half for really a situation where he looked good by the end of that season. I mean, we were looking at the Steelers going, oh, they might be in a pretty good position after all. Yeah, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about, like, opposing defenses, you know, um, you know yeah. the schedule for some of these quarterbacks. But what I was looking at, what I've been looking at, actually, is a lot of fantasy stuff. And if you look at the opposing schedule of defenses and fantasy that Kenny Pickett's going to see this season – they gave up an average of only 17 points per game. So I actually went under on the touchdown passes. Almost forgot about this bet a couple uh, days ago. I mean, you got the Bengals twice a year who are a very underrated defensive team with that defensive line. Uh, you're going to get the 49ers this season. You're going to get the Texans, who surprisingly, you know, if you played them as a fantasy defense last year, they gave up the fewest points per game to quarterbacks, only 12.9. And now you have a defensive-minded head coach coming in. It's a pretty tough schedule for Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to be just fine. Also, we know Pittsburgh wants to run the ball. Uh, that's what they want to do. They have two very good backs, and Matt Canada's a terrible play caller. So I like the under for Kenny Pickett, although I do like Kenny Pickett, and I do like the Steelers to go over their win total. I just I don't think he's throwing 20 touchdown passes, 19 touchdown passes this season. Just that, that team is going to run the ball as much as they can. But, like, like I understand the NFL today, right? We know you've got to be able to throw the football. You've got to have great quarterback play. But young quarterbacks like a Kenny Pickett, a Bryce Young, that have these good – even Desmond Ritter, right? Good to great run games. Talent behind them in the backfield. It's okay to not throw the ball 45 times a game with your young quarterback. Put him in a position to just – like, we overlook – 
just the mental side far too often and how important it is for these young quarterbacks to just have confidence in the fact that they can play at the NFL level. All the pressure, the spotlight on them. You're supposed to be the franchise guy. Kenny Pickett's following up Ben Roethlisberger, a legend, a guy that won Super Bowls there. Like, that stuff matters. So I think the position Kenny Pickett was put in last year is really the best way to bring along a good portion of young quarterbacks. Some just earn that job and they're great right away as a rookie. Like I, I get it. It does happen, but I think that that matters. And that's why, yeah, when you look at that, he's not, he's not going to go out there throwing you 20 something touchdowns a game. Now, Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, who really had his rookie year, as we've established last year, not the year before under urban Meyer, he said at 26 and a half. Now the way that he played at the end of last season was, I mean, just, he was the best quarterback in the AFC rating alone and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He threw 25 touchdown passes last year, but like you, you, you go from the first half of the second half of the season and the growth that was there, things changed. So I definitely, I love the over 26 and a half for Trevor Lawrence because you're now adding Calvin Ridley on top of that. You've got another year in that offense. You've got another year of experience now with a great head coach that understands how to work and grow a quarterback, not to mention the rest of the coaching staff that has great quarterback experience too. So at 26 and a half, I love Trevor Lawrence going over that. And that's only priced at minus 105. It's almost even money too. Yeah, man, the second half of the season, I would argue he was the best quarterback not named Patrick Mahomes in the AFC, really limited the turnovers. I know he, throw the, he throws the four picks in the first half of that playoff game. But he rallies the team. They come back. They win. He throws four touchdowns in the second half. You look at the offensive side of the ball for the Jags, man. You have Travis Etienne. You bring in another running back that I really like in Tank Bigsby. You have Christian Kirk. You have Calvin Ridley now back. You have Zay Jones. You have Evan Ingram. And you fixed up the offensive line as well, so he's going to have time in the pocket. And also, like, another thing I was looking at, because I played three overs, uh, two guys are playing for – deals two guys want to be the highest paid quarterback in the league we'll get to them here in a second but I was looking at most red zone passing attempts last season Patrick Mahomes the clear leader 123 but top 10 Trevor Lawrence with 82 I know that they have Travis Etienne and I know you bring in Tank Bigsby but Doug's gonna let Trevor throw the pill around man even in the red zone so I think he throws a minimum of 30 to 32 touchdowns as long as he stays healthy with a revamped offensive line so I love Trevor Lawrence Love the Jags. I'll buy into the hype this year. Yeah, I, I don't even think at this point it's just it's hype. Like, we've seen what's there. This is a team that's ready to take that next step in an insanely crowded AFC. You know, it'll be really interesting to see. And I'm going to probably do this a lot because this always is what pops in my head. We talk about, like, this imbalance between the AFC and the NFC, right? All the talent, young quarterbacks, everybody's in the AFC. If the Jags were in the NFC, where would we put them? Will we put him ahead of the 49ers? Probably not, but you have better. Look, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence over Brock Purdy. Would we put him over the Cowboys? I think I would. Like, I really do. I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys at all. And I, do. I don't trust Dak Prescott. I, I know you do, and you're crazy. I don't know why you keep doing this to yourself, because this is what's going to happen by like week five. You're going to go, why, did I, why do I keep betting on the Cowboys? Why did I bet on them to go to the Super Bowl? Why did I bet on them to win the division? Don't do it to yourself. They throw up all over themselves every single season you, you, there will be another way that mike mccarthy finds to just completely end your season in utter disaster but good if you want to waste your money on the cowboys feel free man feel free yeah <laughs> no usually two auto fades for me are the dallas cowboys and mike mccarthy but there's something different about this season man zeke's gone tony pollard's gonna be the lead back i like Dak. i love the defense i like dan quinn and uh i think they're gonna run the ball more and i think Dak's gonna have a pretty solid season 
Uh, I think CeeDee Lamb proved last year he's a true number one. I like the Brandon Cooks pickup. You have your deep threat down the field now. And if Michael Gallup could be half the player he was in 2019 before that knee injury, I think that offense is going to be real special in Dallas. So I do trust the Cowboys this year. But I'm with you, man. I, do, I, I love this Jags team. You know, I brought up uh, the fact that they're going to let Trevor Lawrence throw even in the red zone. But also, if you look at his completion right inside the 10-yard line, man, Trevor Lawrence, one of the better quarterbacks in the league, a 56% uh, completion rate inside the 10-yard line. And he's got Evan Ingram. And now he's got Kelvin Ridley. Kelvin Ridley is going to catch, if he can stay healthy, 8 to 10 touchdowns, probably by, like, week 11. Uh, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, my, uh, my prediction, I guess. I was trying to think. I don't know that that's really a hot take. I think people may have forgot how good Kelvin Ridley was, though. Yes. No, they have. And it's, it's, it's going to be an absolute shock, I think, when people realize, oh, my God, this offense is so much better with Calvin Ridley out there and with Trevor Lawrence. A lot of people expecting regression from the uh, Vikings, though. Kirk Cousins threw 29 touchdowns, 4,500 yards passing last year, a 92 rating. It's set at 28.5 this time around. You know what, man? I don't. I just can't go under because you have Justin Jefferson on that offense. I. I, I can't. I, I look. The Vikings. I understand they had a million close games, and it was one of those. Re- I expect regression from them just in that alone because of the situations they were in last year. The defense is not very good, but you still have a quarterback that can throw the football and do it well and do it consistently. And Justin Jefferson on the other side, they're waiting for it. Yeah, man. See, here's the thing. Usually I bet Kirk Cousins, one of my favorite season prop bets every single season is over on Kirk Cousins' touchdown passes because of what I just brought up. Most red zone passing attempts again in 2022. Patrick Mahomes, number one with 123. Number two, Kirk Cousins with 99. I know Adam Thielen's gone, but you bring in Jordan Addison uh, from USC. I know he's only a rookie, but I think he's going to be special. Not the fastest wide receiver, not the biggest, but when he's number two next to Justin Jefferson, who in my opinion is the best receiver in the league, I think he could have a monster rookie year. We know how good J.J. is going to be. The reason I'm not running to bet the over this season is because I think it's a rebuild year for Minnesota. If they get off to like a 1-4, 1-5 start, maybe they bench Cousins because let's be honest, he's not going to be there next year. Maybe he's in San Francisco Maybe he's elsewhere, but he's not going to be the starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Reason I don't want to run to bet the under is because if the Vikings are a dumpster fire and they don't bench Kirk Cousins, they're going to be trailing in a lot of games with that terrible secondary that gave up 350 yards per game and that terrible defense. And he's going to be throwing the ball a lot with those wide receivers. So I could see him still in a bad year throwing 32 to 35 touchdowns. The number one bet, in my opinion, man, you know how I feel about the Chargers. Justin Herbert, over 49 and a half touchdowns. I saw a video of the Herbert's going to win yeah, I, I, I over over on Justin Herbert and that just that offense with Kellen Moore. I, I love it. I love it. I don't know why your mic kind of faded there. That was very strange, but it, things are weird. Like it, love it, or leave it. Week one of the NFL season. We're heading back to that. We got through a few games yesterday. More to come. It's BetMGM tonight.